Finally! No, 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 that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. This podcast is going to be a slobber. No, no, that's not it either. That's not it either. That's not it either. Hmm. hmm. This is the best there was. The best. No, that's not it either, man. Fuck. Fuck. I, for- I forgot how to do this intro shit, bro. Uh, fuck. This is episode eight. Right, Albert? Eight? Uh, yeah. This is episode eight. eight of that One Vatos podcast. And my next guest is freaking dope. He knows a lot about wrestling. Wrestling, double S L I N, for you um, noobs out there. This man loves White Claw because it is the law. It's the law, okay? You guys must follow these laws. Isaiah, aka Mr. Little Cutoff Jeans. What's How the are deal, you, man? man? I'm good, man. How are you, bro? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm out here drinking this Red Bull because, you know, we're, we're practicing. Um, Safe consuming of liquids in this space. Absolutely. We're here at Southtown Art Gallery. Just in case you guys don't know. Address? Address, 1913 South Flores. Suite. I don't know the suite number, but we'll figure that out, you know, next year maybe. <laughs> so, Isaiah, how's your weekend, man? It's been good, bro. I, uh, you know, just being productive. I'm always at work and shit, so it's pretty boring, but, uh, you know, I'm just ready to get this shit over with, honestly, like, as far as, like, where I'm at right now. Uh, but I'm just, usually either I'm at work or I'm at home, so that's really what I be on all the time. Are you a homebody? Kind of. I've been, I've been as of late, uh, just because, like, you know, my the way my bank account is set up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sometimes I'll let the wife go out and I'll just kick it at home, play 2K or some shit. Nice. Do you have the new one? Yeah, yeah. My shout out to my homie Fern. He uh he slid me two K for like twenty bucks because uh, oh shit. He uh he was like doing some game share shit with my homie Jasper. So they basically went like thirty and thirty on the game. But yeah. he was like he doesn't really play two K like that. So he was like, bro, I'll, I'll slide it to you for twenty. Just just hit up Jasper for the download or whatever. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, hell yeah, I'll bet that you know. Bro, the last two K that I owned, fucking train would come. The last two K that I owned was two K sixteen. That was pretty good. Yeah, because I bought a PS4 in November of 20, 2015. Mm-hmm. Because um, Battlefront had just came out, and I loved Battlefront for the PS2. This Battlefront fucking sucked because there was no multiplayer. It was strictly online. There was no, like... So there's no, like, local multiplayer. Yeah, there, there was no map... Or there was no story mode. Um, this The most recent one does have one. Yeah. But I was just like... Fuck this. So those are like the only two games that I own for my PS4. I just use it for Spotify and HBO. And sometimes porn. Sometimes. Sometimes. You gotta be careful with them viruses, man. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, I only got 500 gigabytes, so I gotta... <laughs> put, put them hoes to use, bro. For real. <laughs> so what console do you own? Uh, I currently own an Xbox. It was not by choice. Mm. Uh, I'm a PS4 guy myself. I had a Switch for a while, too. Oh, shit. I did have a Switch. I sold it, though, you know, because, you know, again, the way my bank account is set up. No, I feel you, man. Gotta make some plays. So, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a PS4 guy, but uh, my, my suegro, he uh, fucking... He be doing like deals on fucking Craigslist, bro. He'll be he'll he got like a truck and the Xbox came with it. <laughs> what? It the was fuck? it was a it was a brand new fucking Xbox. It came with 2K19 and he's like, "Hey, bro, like I'm obviously not going to use this shit, so like if you want to pay me like 200, it's yours." 
And this was around, like, I think Christmas, maybe? Yeah. And so, like, I, I was like, hey, can I make, like, a partial payment? I'll pay you, like, 50 right now, and I'll pay you the rest, like, when yeah. I get paid or whatever. And uh, whenever I, I give him the 50, he's like, hey, Christmas coming up, just just pay me another 50, you good. Fuck yeah, So dude. I got, I basically got an Xbox for 100 bucks. Shout out to the suedo, man. Shout out to my suedo, for That's sure. That's so dope, dude. Um, what other games do you have on there? Um... I have Game Pass. So Game Pass is basically like Netflix for your games. Oh, shit. So basically they have like a library of over like 100 games that you could download like immediately to your console. Like it's a subscription thing. So like I have fucking the Halo, uh, like 1, 2, and 3 remastered edition. Damn. Got Gears 5. Uh, They have all the Gears of War games on there. They also have all those like – you ever played those Walking Dead games where you like make decisions and shit like that? Those are really good. So they have – That shit is scary, man. Like I – I was so much pressure. I would use my uh, my cousin's Xbox. He had that game. Fuck, dude. I, I sucked at that game. Bro, I, it's so funny because, like, I downloaded the game and shit, and I was, like, playing it, and I made a fucking bad decision. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm not. Like, I just turned it off. <laughs> like, and I haven't even played it since because I made the wrong fucking choice, and I don't even want to know what happens. You oh, know my what I'm God. So sometimes that shit be scaring me. Or, like, if I'm on, like, a difficult level or some shit, like, I'm not going to play that shit for, like, three months until I pass it. Um, what consoles did you own growing up? Um, my father fucking handed me down a N64 when I was like eight, maybe. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And, uh, he, I mean, I didn't know how to fucking play Castlevania, you know what I mean? But it had like, you know, Super Mario. He gave me the shitty ass Superman game. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, I think Jet, Jet Lag Gemini. Uh, dude, I've never even heard of these games. Really? Holy shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, Ready to Rumble, Pokemon Snap. Oh, Ready to Rumble, yeah. Yeah, man. Pokemon All- Snap was my shit. Yeah, bro. I remember um, my dad. I don't know where. I think it was. I don't know what store it was. Like for me, being from the West Side, whenever we went to the South Side, I felt like I was going to like Lock and Terra. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, because they had a mall there. Like it's whatever. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, and I don't know where I went, and I remember buying Pokemon Snap, and you know it was brand new because I would get most of my shit from pawn shops. Mm-hmm. But that game, I for sure got it from um, from a store. Mm-hmm. Bro, that game was so much fun, dude. Like at first, I was like, "This is kind of lame," but then I played it more. And I'm like, "Damn, this is fun!" Like, shit. And it's kind of weird. I had no interest in photography as a kid, or mm-hmm. even in high school. And then here I am, a photographer now. So it's, I don't know. It's just hey, weird. man, full circle. Yeah, man. Pokemon Snap put you on the game, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. My thing about Pokemon Snap was like, because I I too thought the same thing. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck, like. You can't even move. You can't, like, all you can do is just aim and shoot. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, shoot those apples or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or the, the dust balls. Yeah, but, like, after a while, like, you figure out, like, oh, like, if I throw this here, like, this fucking Pokemon will pop evolve. out. Yeah. yeah or they well, evolve. Yeah. Like, you, you find out so much stuff as, as, like, if you keep playing it and keep going through these things and just, you'll find new stuff every time you play it. So, it's pretty cool. How long did it take you to beat the Mew stage? <sighs> uh, I'm going to be real, bro. I don't think I ever beat it because like i was so young that i would just play it for the the sake of just playing it like i like my sister was older than me she'd probably she'd probably yeah. tell you more about it than me i think it was one of my sister's boyfriends who taught me how to beat it and because I, I would get pissed like i was one of those i had a temper as a kid i'd be like man fuck this shit like toss my controller yeah, it'd be like that man and then he showed me i was like oh hell yeah i know how to beat this shit yeah, but that game was fun. That game was a lot of fun. Did you see that tweet, the, the Mount Rushmore for N64? Like N64 games? Yeah, someone had put a tweet and it went viral. And it was like the Mount Rushmore of N64. Was no, was no mercy on it. <coughs> no, it was not. Wow. It's invalid. I, that's what I was saying. If it doesn't have WWF No Mercy or WrestleMania 2000 or 
WCW, NWO, Revenge. It's not a valid list, bro. That's just me. Yeah, um, what did it have? It had Legend of Zelda. Okay. I never enjoyed it, but I get it. Like, that game was ahead of its, of its time. Mm-hmm. They had Smash Brothers, which I agree. Mm-hmm. GoldenEye, which I also agree. But then they had Super Mario, which I never played. Super Mario 64? Yeah, I saw people play it, but I never played it. So I don't know how good of a game it was. I'm going to give you a hot take, bro. I don't think... I mean, this is just me. Mm-hmm. I don't think Smash is. The OG Smash, I don't think that shit's that great. That's just me. Really? I'm, I'm a Melee guy. Like, I'm a, oh, I'm a me Melee too, guy. So whenever, like, because I didn't play it, like, when it was out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm too young for that shit. So whenever, like, I ended up playing it, I'm like, bro, there's only eight characters on this shit. Like, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's, that's kind of like nitpicking, but that's just me. Like, I need variety, bro. Like, I can't just, it's, I can't play Peach or Yoshi. Like, I'm going to pick Link every time, bro, or Star Fox every time. So, so cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. So, like, I'm not really too big on Smash 64, but, like. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I would probably put, like, I don't want to sound stupid, but I fuck with Turok a lot. I don't know if you ever mm. played that game, Turok, where you, like. The dinosaurs? Yes. Yeah. That was my shit. My nephew loved that fucking game, man. But I am Turok. Yeah, that yeah, shit bro. went hard. I'm not going to lie. I didn't enjoy playing it. I like watching my nephew play because, I mean, he's, like, three years younger than me, so. He was really good at that game. The one that I love that people sleep on is Perfect Dark. Yes, bro. Perfect bro. Dark and Perfect Dark Zero for uh, Xbox 360, bro. That shit was hard. They had, they, I didn't know they made a sequel. Yeah, that shit's on Game Pass, bro. Oh, shit. You got, you know yeah, I need to fuck with Game Pass. Yeah, you got to fuck. Game Pass Ultimate. That shit gives you the, the gold membership, too, on top oh, of that. Damn. And it's like 16 bucks a month, I think. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a good deal, bro. And then if any, like, exclusive Xbox games comes out, you get that shit, like, four days early. Damn. Like, for me, it would be, um, like, my Mount Rushmore for 64 would be Mario Kart, mm-hmm. um, GoldenEye, No Mercy, um, Pokemon Stadium. I don't know which Ooh. one it was. Pokemon Stadium went hard, dude. <sighs> I, I would pick two. Two? Is that the one where they had the... I think it's two is my favorite as well, because there was they had a mini game where um, they had that one Pokemon who would spin on his head. Yes, and it, it reminded me of Beyblade. Yes. so I fucking love that mini game so much. I played that shit all the time. Yeah, so that's why that would be my Mount Rushmore. My oh. Mount Rushmore would probably be. It's it's a toss up, bro. Because it's it's hard just to even choose between those wrestling games that I listed. Because like yeah. I love No Mercy, I love WrestleMania two thousand because they got a better roster on there. Like they don't got Jeff Jarrett on. Uh, oh, that's no right. Mercy. They don't got. Uh, I'm not even Blake. I'm sorry, but they yeah, like Jeff Jarrett. There's a other bunch of wrestlers that they don't even have. I think no, Chris Jericho's on No Mercy. But Do you have the WCW games. Yeah, before? well, this just NWO WC or NWO Revenge. Uh, I never got to play World Tour, but that one had like a bunch of New Japan guys. From, yeah, like, I had World Tour. Yeah, World Tour was cool because it had like Muhammad Ali and, and like stupid rosters, man. Yeah. It was crazy. Even like the fucking random like created wrestlers that they would have on there were pretty straight, like yeah. fucking ninjas and all kinds of shit. Yeah, I would choose Ninja a lot. I would choose Ninja uh, and Hogan and freaking um, Sting, Sting. Because they yeah. would do like their little like their Sting taunts. would go, oh yeah, he would taunt. Yeah, and, like I was like, oh shit, this is dope. Yeah. But I think Rick, I don't think Rick Flair was in that game though, the one that I had. But I, I, I loved sixty four. That was a great console, and I had that hole for a long time until I had a PS two for like a couple Man. months. PS two is like one of the greatest consoles ever. 
I think it is still the greatest. Yeah, bro. Ever. Like the the library is undefeated. Like oh, honestly, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge GameCube fan too. Like GameCube mm-hmm. was like awesome. The wrestling games on there were awesome. Uh, I fucking love Super Mario Strikers. Day of Reckoning. Day of Reckoning. Uh, I love Day of Reckoning. Even WrestleMania 19. Like uh, oh, that game was so. Where dope. you could like just uh, the revenge mode, where you would just like walk around and beat up fucking like construction workers oh, and shit. Oh my like, god, super random, bro. I know they would randomly attack you. I'm like, what the fuck is this going on here? <laughs> That game was dope because um, that's when John Cena had his thugonomics. Yes. Game. He was dressed weird, though. He was dressed like the... Like yellow pants or some shit like yeah, that. He was like yellow Kuj looking. Yeah. Movie. He would wear the hat. Yeah, man. But I remember I wanted... Because my dad wouldn't like to give me new games. He would like to give me like cheaper games. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I got WrestleMania 19 at GameStop for like 20 bucks. And I was like, fuck, I wanted... Day of Reckoning, but mm-hmm. like I guess this will do. And I was like, damn, this game was a lot because Goldberg was in yeah. it, Lesnar was in it. So, yeah, bro, I had a straight roster. I, I I like that game. Here comes the pain. When I had my PS2 for like the four months that I had it. See, that's not that's not my favorite out of the SmackDown games. That's not my favorite. Was it Shut Your Mouth? Yeah, bro. I would think so, just because of like the glitches and shit like that. The story mode was cool. Like it was more cohesive than it mm-hmm. was in Here Comes the Pain. But that was because like they had all these new features. Like I think that was like the first game with the elimination chamber. Oh yeah. Uh, like, but I just feel like that game's super like overhyped. Like I would even pick uh, nah, I wouldn't pick Just Bring It. I'm fucking capping. But yeah, Shut Your Mouth. I feel like is better than Here Comes the Pain. But that's just because like the like Jeff Hardy's not on Here Comes the Pain. That's true. And I'm a huge Jet. Like, that's, like, one of my top wrestlers, Jeff Hardy. This is my fucking hero. Jeff Hardy? Yeah. I used to have this guy in middle school. Um, he was, like, when, he was in my English class. And he played football. His name was Marco. And he'd be, he would be like, Jeff Hardy. And he'd just, like, do a fucking random flip. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Are you sure jump? that wasn't me? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure. His name was Marco. Oh, true. But that dude was crazy. He'd be like, Jeff Hardy. And you just, like, do the little dance that Jeff Hardy would do. Bro, I used to be such a fucking dweeb. I would have, like, the... I would tell my mom, like, hey, like, can you take me to Goodwill? And she's like, what for? I'm like, I just got to get some stuff, like, some whatever. Fishnets? I, I didn't get no fishnet, bro. I got pantyhose. Like, oh, straight up pantyhose. And I would cut, like, holes in them bitches. And just fucking... And I would rock them hoes to school, bro. Like That's dope, dog. And I would just be doing, like, the hand signals and shit. Oh, my like God. like an asshole. Jeff Hardy. Dude, Jeff Hardy was fucking crazy. Have you seen that video where it's like no one, Jeff Hardy, and it's like some random dude jumping on a table? Bro. I Yes, bro. That I don't know how that dude is still like alive. That's what I'm saying. But it's the alcohol, bro. You know what I'm saying? That should be known. <laughs> dude, I've, I've fucking been through some situations where like I was at, uh, remember those like Terror Tuesdays at like the come up where they would like play scary movies and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Oh, you know what? No, it wasn't there. It was at the Dead Summer show that they had there. They had, like, a show there. It was, like, metal and, like, some rappers and stuff like that. It was, like, a few summers ago. But there was, like, a big, like, mosh pit. And some dude, like, fucking tossed me, bro. And I just, like, with, like, my Lucha Libre training, I did, like, a shoulder row. And I was, like, oh, shit. Like, I'm straight. Oh, my God. It was, like, off instinct, bro. I just did, like, a Lucha Libre shoulder roll in the pit. And I was, like, oh, I'm straight. But this would, like, chuck me. And I'm, like, I'm a big dude. You know what I'm saying? Like. Dang, who the fuck threw you, Shaq? Or I have no idea. Fucking Brock Lesnar. I have no idea. I would have put some hands on that man if I saw who it was, bro. Yeah. I don't like being touched. Me unless, yeah, I don't like being touched unless you're the, unless you're the homie yeah. and like in this an, an endearing manner. I don't like being touched by strangers. Exactly. Bro. Too. I tell people that I don't care if you're a man or a woman. Like, just please don't touch. Me. Respect my space. Yeah. yeah. Unless unless I fuck with you or like unless like we're having a good time and yeah. Because like, if I'm drunk, like I'll I'll be kind of like you know eh, you know like hanging <laughs> up on somebody, but like. 
if I'm sober and I'm out in public and I'm not high, please don't approach me. Yeah. Please don't approach me. Um, you're talking about your training. When did you start that training? I can't even tell you, bro. It was so like, it was like a, such a short frame of time. Mm-hmm. So I want to say I was like maybe 13. I don't like, I can't do the math right now, but I was like 13 and uh, my mom noticed that there was like a school. I think they're still going, uh, Texas Wrestling Academy, TWA. I think that used to be the school that Shawn Michaels used to train people at. Where's it at? Uh, I can't, I don't even remember anymore. It used to be like by some train tracks. It's like a warehouse. I think that might be the one off of Popular. You know what? Yes. Yes, it is. Because I remember Kush, uh, sorry, Cutsavelli yeah. would tell me like, hey, bro, like I always see a ring outside like on, on Popular. I'm like, oh, shit, for real? Like, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. But like. Uh, yeah, I, I went there and I trained for maybe like a week and a half and my mom was like so pissed at me cause I, I'd be, I would take all this knowledge, right. And apply it at home and apply it at home <laughs> cause I had cousins and little brothers and we had a fucking trampoline. So oh, it, it's not like I was like just training myself. Like I was putting them on. So all yeah. the training I would get, I'd give it to them. Yeah. You're like a modern day Jose Lazaro. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I just do what I can for my people, you know, but my mom was not feeling that shit at all. She's like, yo, you doing pile drivers and shit? Like you need to chill, bro. Like dang, he's about to end people's careers. I'm like stone cold. Before man. they even start. I'm telling you, bro. I was, I was just trying to get it, bro. But that shit was so expensive. And my mom was like, nah, bro. Like if you're going to be doing this, like, no, there's yeah. no way. But it's something that I actually kind of want to get back into, honestly. Dude, shit, man. Just because, like, I work, I work at a gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a free membership. I never use it. It'd be, a, it'd be a good opportunity to to take. But it's the wrestling business is kind of hard to get into because it's like you got to struggle for like years and yeah. years and years. Like some people make it a decade plus before they even get signed to like a company. You know? Yeah, dude. It's crazy. It's wild. Um, who was it? That's um, crap. I forgot who it was. Oh yeah, we went to church with this guy. It was back in the day. Um. His name was Rocky, and I remember he was telling us, like, hey, guys, I have a championship match. And it was at this place off of Ford Chan in, like, Bandera area. Mm-hmm. And he was fighting for the, the, the title, and, but he was a heel. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was a heel. He didn't tell us that he was a heel. Mm-hmm. And he cheated to win the title. And I was like, oh, shit, he's a fucking heel. Like, this is so dope. <laughs> but it was cool because one of the Von Erich brothers was running that. Oh, man. That whole organization. Yeah. And that's like old school, dude. I was was like, this at like a bar? No, nah, it wasn't a bar. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to tell you a story. The first independent wrestling show I ever went to when I was like mad young, it was like me, my little brother Elijah and his dad. Mm-hmm. And it's probably like seven or eight at the time, maybe. I was still in elementary school. And uh, this fool, he started coming out and he was like, his name was Michael Von Erich. And I'm like, oh, shit, this one of the Von Erichs? Like... I was like, oh, shit. But, like, he, like, autographed my shirt. He had, like, I think he won the main event. They did, like, a big battle royal and shit. And I, I showed my mom. She's like, there's Mike, Mike, Michael Von Eric doesn't exist. Oh, fuck. She's like, yeah, it's only Kevin and Von Eric, And he's, like, old as fuck. You know, yeah, because yeah. all of his all of his brothers died and shit, and his dad too. Like it's a very tragic story. But yeah, he like, was the only one left. Um, this was back in 07. Yeah. He was even old at that time. But like I had a, I had like an Airvex sh- fucking long sleeve <laughs> shirt, and it had a, a signature with like Michael Von Eric on it. I thought it was like the coolest fucking thing ever until my mom's like, "Yo, he's probably faking the funk." Damn. Well, were your parents into wrestling? Uh, my dad was for sure. He loved like the eighties and shit like that. He loves oh, like shit. the fucking fucking screaming Macho Man promos and shit like oh. that. 
Dig it. Dig it. Yeah, bro, but... Elizabeth, will you marry me? <laughs> oh, that's fucking good as fuck, yo. Sign this man, bro. I'm gonna sign this man. Straight up. Oh, man. Yeah, bro. My, my, mom, my mom was into it, but not as much as, like, my dad was. Yeah. And, like, so anytime, like, some shit would happen that was, like, of significance, my dad always would always hit me up. And I didn't even know he was, like, watching like that. And this is kind of, like, more recent, too. Like, oh, nice. You know what I mean? Like, I think whenever Sting debuted in, like, 2014, maybe, when he finally hit, oh, when, hit WWE, WWE, yeah, he was he hit me up. I'm like, oh, shit, like, you're actually paying attention? I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool. Seth ended his career. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that shit was so depressing because like we wanted that Undertaker match, bro. Oh man, and they had to give him Triple H, and he had to fucking lose. I, I didn't understand that. Like well, I don't know what Triple H is. I love Triple H for what he's done for NXT, but like he's won so many matches at Mania that just don't make sense. Like when he beat Lesnar, it's like what was the point of when that? When he beat Booker T. Oh man, that fucking that racist promo he cut yo booker oh my god wwe was so fucking out of pocket in like the mid 2000s bro they were dude like you had kurt angle running around here trying to rape booker t's wife like that's oh i forgot about that storyline dude fucking triple h fucked a dead corpse on television bro i never forgot that ever he dressed his cane and fucked a dead corpse and then freaking um vince saying the n-word to cena oh and then booker t's just standing poor booker t he has to he got mixed up in a lot of bullshit. You know what? He's pretty good right now. You know, two-time Hall of Famer. He he paid his dues. Yeah. You honestly, bro, like looking back at his career, because I, I love like the documentaries they have on the network and stuff like that. Like it's so fucking intriguing. Yeah, fantastic. Especially if you don't know the stories of buying these wrestlers and how they got to where they are, dude. Like Booker T and his brother Stevie Ray were used to be called the fucking Ebony Express. Like that's oh my crazy. God, to me. That's, what the fuck? And like before that they were the chain gang and they were like fucking fugitives. You know what I'm saying? Like that's insane that that was even somewhat acceptable. That's in, crazy Booker T actually went to jail. Yeah. I bro. never knew that. I never knew that until yeah, like man. his podcast uh one of his episodes he was talking about it. And I was like, what? He did hard time, bro. That shit was crazy. Yeah, I, I I've always liked Booker T. I used to when I was a little kid I used to um, wear my dad's baseball gloves, and I'd be oh, like, can shit. you dig it? And I'd try and do a spin oh, but I couldn't to, do, to save my fucking life. And I always wanted a, <clears throat> a John Cena chain with the lock. The dog tags? I'm like, it's basically oh, a Oh, fuck- you're talking about the chain gang shit. Okay. It's basically a chain with a fucking lock. I could have yeah. gone like Home Depot and made that shit myself. Yep. <laughs> For sure. I mean, like, then again, that shit's probably going to have, like, the <laughs> WWE logo, like, in, yeah. fucking scribbled in it and shit. It did, because there's this one kid... His parents had money, so he showed me, like, they went to his, his truck, mm-hmm. his parents' truck, and he's like, I got the John Cena chain, and I was like, oh, shit, dude, that looks so <laughs> fucking dope, dude. And we're all, like, hyped, because it's, like, back in, like, 04, mm-hmm. like, Thugonomic Cena was like, oh, man. I want him to bring back Thugonomic Cena so badly. I know he never will, but, like, fuck. He brings it out sometimes. I got, like, this past WrestleMania, he brought it out. Bro, I was, I was marking out, mm-hmm. like, my boss... Since he, he missed a lot of the Ruthless Aggression era. Oh, man. Um, my colleague, he, he didn't miss much. I mean, he, he kept up with it. But I marked out because I was my childhood right there. Like, Thugonomic Cena, Rey Mysterio, um, American Badass Undertaker. Los Guerreros. Los Guerreros. We lie, we cheat, we steal. Yes, like, sir. oh, my God. Ultimo Dragon when he had his little stint Bruh. for a bit. Um, Lesnar, Paul Heyman, like. Smackdown was my favorite brand. Yes. To me, in the mid-2000s, they ran shit. The Smackdown 6 were, like, fucking beautiful. Like, when 
Edge and Mysterio were like a tag team. Oh yes, I forgot. Bro, about they had that. some of the best tag matches like to this day. Like, but like, I won't say that because the NXT tag title matches are pretty like pretty raw as fuck. Bro, I'm still. I know NXT is great, but I still haven't made time for it. The only the only NXT that I watch is anything Velveteen right now. You don't even watch like Takeovers or nothing like that. I don't, bro. Dude. And like my boss bugs me. He's like. You need to watch Takeover, and you then like, other homies. You need to watch Takeover. It's gonna be better than the pay per view that we're watching today. So you need to watch it. And I'm like, fuck, dude. You're like, doing yourself a disservice, sir. I really am, dude. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Um, so what? You just only peep Velveteen Dream matches? I, I love Velveteen, dude. He's he's so even though he went on that stupid rant, ah, yeah. where he was kind of like defending Vince and bad booking. I'm just yeah. like. I'm like, you say this now, Velveteen, but once you get to the main roster and you get mistreated, you're going to like, yeah. fuck, dude. Like, once you start getting into, like, an adultery angle with Lana, like... Bro, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that was so stupid. Bro. Bro, there's this wrestler named Rusev. For those of you who don't know, he's married to this other um, talent named Lana. They're married in real life. They've made it clear on TV that they're married in real life. And out of nowhere, this random wrestler named Bobby Lashley comes out and just makes out with her for no fucking reason i was like what the fuck is going on let me here? Gi- let me give you all further context so there's a, a male male wrestler named mike canellis and he has a wife named maria canellis oh used- my god i forgot about that one too <laughs> well this this is this this all this all linked together you know what i'm saying like they don't say it on tv but it's basically like how it played out basically maria canellis like fucking hates her husband and like wants to embarrass him at every fucking possible moment and like She'll tell him that, like, oh, Ricochet's my baby daddy because she's pregnant right now. So they're, like, running with it. She's like, oh, Ricochet's my baby daddy. And then they'll have a match and he'll lose. She's like, no, Ricochet's not my baby daddy. And then she, the one week, Rusev fucking popped up. She's like, this is my baby daddy. And it's Rusev. Oh, my and this is And he was God. gone for, like, months, bro. So it's like, this is how you bring this dude back. And he's, like, an actual, like, promising talent. And He's this, charming. He's funny. Like, what the fuck? Like, the, he can wrestle. The initial run that he had in, like, 2014 where he was, like, undefeated for, like, a whole year. Yeah, that was dope. That was, like, probably the best booked heel that they've had ever since. Because, like, they're they're not doing that no more, bro. Like, they're not telling stories long-term like that anymore. It's Mm -mm. a month-to-month basis. Like, the ones that they do really well, they just happen coincidentally. Like the It's on accident. Yeah, like the the Orton and uh, Kofi. Mm-hmm. Like that's really cool because I mean that's like ten years right there. Yep. I mean that goes back to it writes itself, bro. Yeah, um, and it just sucks, dude. Like they have so much fucking talent, like so much talent. But that's why I'm excited for this this new state that wrestling's in right now with all elite wrestling coming into the fold tomorrow. Yeah, they're setting a fire under that. Yeah, man, and like even at that, like before maybe like 2015 was like the last year that I only watched WWE. I started going to Ring of Honor shows whenever they came here into San Antonio, yeah. and they were, like, mad cheap. Like, so I would just pull up. Was that like, when KO was there? No, this was, like, no, but I, I remember that uh, they had a show, and he he won, like, a four-way or something, but this was before I even know who he was. Yeah. So um, I was, like, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, uh, Hangman Page, Cody had just started with Ring of Honor. Oh, that's right. Um, fucking Joey Ryan was there, uh, and then the next time that they came they brought kenny omega and that place sold out because they were because nxt was in town too so that guy is money right now yeah dude. man he's like money and they really all started with him because if he didn't have those like matches with uh kazuchika okada in new japan yeah this wrestling boom wouldn't have happened honestly because that's how i found out about uh like 
wrestling outside of WWE other than like the Ring of Honor shows. Yeah. Uh, was just that amazing match. It's like an hour long match. It just like nonstop. I even showed my dad and yeah. he was like, dude, this shit's fire. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's a, he's a WWE diehard. So, you know, when I started traveling, they, they had a, they had their first show in Long Beach. It was like their first show ever in the U.S. And, uh, I went, I traveled over there with, with Vanessa, my wife. And, uh, that was like our first time going to like a non WWE show other than the Ring of Honor shows that we went to. Oh shit. And, uh, it, that's what reminds me of the all elite wrestling like mm-hmm. that i get that same feeling because i've never felt a feeling like that at a wrestling show ever where it's just like everyone's on their feet everyone's yelling the ground yeah. is fucking shaking you know but when i went to all elite wrestling uh in chicago the couple of weeks ago that shit was like on a whole nother level so i'm really excited about the current state of pro wrestling outside of wwe and even wwe in itself because they are trying to amp up their programming right now when they're i mean they just moved to fox I know that's huge. That's man. crazy. And then like, Lesnar's gonna be on SmackDown now. Yeah, from what it looks like. Yeah, which is cool because I mean I've been wanting him to go back on SmackDown because that's where he debuted and he's unanimous with that brand, bro. Yeah, like that's it's Lesnar. I mean he, he was on the cover. Here comes the pain. Like it's it's him. Paul Heyman too. That's his yeah. baby, dude. And like the fact that he hasn't wrestled on TV in like fifteen years since he first left in '04. He hasn't had a match on Raw or SmackDown since then shit at all they were they were gonna do one um after wrestlemania 31 because it was what, him and roman right in that main event at wrestlemania 31 yeah and uh seth cashed in got the title that's right and all that and uh it's one of my favorite cash-ins ever dude yeah dude i could go on a tangent about like my favorite cash-ins like which one's your which <sighs> one's like your top three so i'm a big miz fan bro so we're talking about cashing we're talking about cashing in the money in the bank which is it guarantees you a match with any champion that you want at any moment that you want it could be after their match it could be before their match it could be whenever um but yeah so yeah basically like my favorite money in the bank cashins my top three is the og one edge edge at Cena just had a fucking classic Elimination Chamber, Chamber match. Uh, what was it? Carlito, Chris Master, Shawn Michaels, Kane, and Kurt Angle. Bro, he was bloody as fuck. Dude, I was so sad. I remember, because I would never watch pay-per-views. We had this one kid named Julio. Mm-hmm. He always had the pay-per-views. So he would give us the results the following morning. And I remember the following morning, he told us during breakfast. And he's like, John Cena lost. He won the Elimination Chamber, but he lost the title. I was like, how do you lose the title? He's like, Edge cashed in. And, like, all of us, like, fourth graders or fifth graders. Yeah, yeah we were fifth graders. We were like, what the fuck? Bro. I was heated. It was so cool, though, because it's like you never you never really knew how that shit worked yeah. until it actually happened. It's like, okay, well, how does how's this going to work? You know, like, because no one had ever seen that. He's the first winner of the briefcase. Yeah. Um, but it was it's cool. Like, that set, like, the precedent for, like, all heels to just be slimy with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I loved it. But, like, his cash-in, uh, I'm a huge Miz fan. So, like, whenever he won the WWE title from Randy Orton, that was, like, a big deal for me personally. Yeah. Just because, like, it's – I'm really all about, like, new talent breaking out yeah. and solidifying themselves. And, like, Miz is a cornerstone in WWE right now. So, uh, that Miz. one and Rob Van Dam. Oh. Rob, Rob Van Dam – other than Braun Strowman, because he did this shit like last year, uh, he's really the only person to tell you straight to your face, like, yo, on this date, we're having this title match. I'm cashing in this opportunity on this day. Yeah. And we're going to have a match straight up. And he won. ECW, uh, One Night Stand, 2006. Everybody was, everybody was flicking off Cena. I was watching that shit with my grandpa in the Valley. Uh-huh. Because uh, my, my uncle, like, me, me too, like, I never really watched pay-per-views like that. I would always, like... 
go to the next th- that monday i would go to school and like go to wwe.com and just see the results yeah the, in the computer lab and just be like oh fuck. same dude you know what i mean but like uh when that shit happened i was like watching it live so like that that was way more rewarding when you watch it live in the moment right there oh, like, yeah. as it's happening and like fucking so, edge came in speared him through the table yeah, and he took shit. off his freaking helmet yeah man like those those kinds of crowds are fucking awesome. that crowd was rowdy dude like i've never seen anything like that and then, like, they would talk shit to, um, cause I don't know if it was 06 or 05 is the one where Eric Bischoff, I think it was 05. 05. Eric, that one's the best one. Yeah, that one was great. Dude, Chris Benoit and, um, Eddie Guerrero fought, um, Lance Storm and Jericho. Yeah, Rey Mysterio and, um, was it Psych- Sabu? Psychosis. Psychosis. Yeah, cause so, then, oh, Sabu was 06 then. Yeah, they had the world title match with that stupid ass finish. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was right, cause he was champion at the time. Uh, that shit was trash it was i was like why even have this fucking match but yeah bro like the, those shows were awesome but yeah that would be like probably my top three of money in the bank cashins yeah shit mine's definitely edge um that one because it was it was great like he got the a first bunch one? of yeah the first one that dude. second one was pretty fire too oh the undertaker one yes bro no you know what now that you said that the undertaker one is number one because um it got spoiled on wwe.com yeah, yeah, because it was a taped show. Yeah, it's taped, yeah, because they would show it on Fridays, but it was taped on Tuesday, and WU.com put Edge became the champion. My cousin, I remember, I I never visited my, my aunt until the weekend, but for some reason, we visited her on a Tuesday, and my cousin had a laptop, and he's all, Edge just won the championship. I'm like, what? Yeah. And he's like, and he pointed to the computer, and I was like, how and he's like he cashed in on the undertaker after uh, and because mark henry beat the shit out of him after yeah that. i mean batista in a cage match and this was right after wrestlemania 23 and this is like when batista and undertaker were having fucking classics like month after month they just had yeah. a fucking great series of matches and so it was like down to the wire fucking you know they did the whole climb down on both sides and whoever touched the floor first was the champion but they oh, touched yeah. at the exact same time so like undertaker retained yeah batista was fucking pressed and then mark henry just came out of nowhere and edge was on raw bro like that like that didn't make sense to me at the time. It's like, yo, this this guy's on Raw, mind you. He just fucking finessed Ken Kennedy for the fucking briefcase. He didn't even win the ladder match. He just finessed the fool who won it. Yeah, they fought for it on Raw, right? Yeah, cool. Because Ken Ken Kennedy was injured. Apparently, that's, right. that's what happened. Uh, and he lost all steam after that. Yeah, man. I, that honestly, bro, like I feel bad for him. I feel bad for guys like that who have like so much promise and like just the worst kind of fucking things happen to them. Like, like. That food dropped Randy Orton on his head and he got fired, pretty much. You know what I mean? But like guys like that, like John Morrison. Oh man, uh, he like, was he was a fucking great wrestler. Apparently they signed him again, so what? yeah. So hopefully they they do something with him this time. He was doing great things on Lucha Underground. I didn't watch Lucha Underground like that. Like I tried to. I would just watch like matches that I with with him yes. or with um, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, like uh, the Rey Mysterio King Puma match. Yeah, just dope, really dope stuff. But like, I just couldn't find time for it, bro. Because like, I'm I'm trying to watch like NXT on the network, know, like man. all that stuff. So like, you know, now it's gonna be on TV. That's crazy, man. Like I I used to always think like, man, like they really need to put this shit on TV. But like, that's really the only reason I had the network was for NXT and like the pay per views. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, I, I like to watch older pay-per-views, but it's like very rare. Like, cause I, I pretty much know what, what happens. So it's like, I'd rather just watch like newer yeah. shit where I can like, you know, keep suspense. But, um, yeah, bro. Like, it's just insane how much that brand has grown. Like with all the names that have came through there, like, you know, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, fucking, I mean, even Austin Aries, like I'm a big Austin Aries fan. Yeah. And it sucks. It didn't work out for him in there, but like, 
he was like a big get for them at the time. Like they were just signing everybody, bro. I was I was losing my shit when I when I saw Samoa Joe was with him. I was like, that Samoa was nuts. Joe. That was nuts. I was bro. Like this guy's a fucking legend. What's he doing over there? And he had classic matches over there too. Well, because TNA fumbled the bag, huge, bro. Like I was a big TNA supporter when they were like really kicking ass. Yeah, in oh five, oh five, oh six, oh seven. I yeah, love him. I love him, and especially when they got Kurt Angle, I was like, holy shit, they yeah. got Kurt Angle. That's what really set them off, man. Yeah, and then they had he had Abyss who was who was cool. AJ yeah. Styles. AJ Styles. Um, who else was there? You had LAX. Christian Cage. It. The Dudleys were there. Yep. Team 3D. Bro, like Jeff the, Jarrett, Monty Brown. Oh, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Hardy was great in his initial run in TNA too. I dug Sting, him a lot. Dude. Sting, yeah, bro. His storyline with Kurt Angle and Sting, dude. That was so like Kurt Angle had showed up to Sting's. Son's football practice. Oh, bro! Oh my god, dude! That's one thing I can't, I can't defend, bro. Because like they would have like outrageous fucking like spoofs and shit. Like I think when Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle, like it's funny too, because uh, in real life at the time, Jeff Jarrett was fucking around with Kurt Angle's wife. Oh shit! And they had it. They ended up just doing an angle from it, like and. Basically, like Edge, Edge, and and Lita yes, and Matt. Yes. So what they did was, because uh, you know Kurt Angle's like into like grappling and stuff like that. So Jeff Jarrett's like, well, fuck it, I'm I'm an MMA fighter now, and so he would like wrestle around with kids and put them in like arm bars and shit. I'm like, bro, come on, bro. Like, oh what, what are you doing, God. bro? But double man, G, double R, double T, or <laughs> I forgot how to spell his name. Yeah, that man gets a lot of hate, bro. But he was in TNA at least. He was he was fucking. Yeah, he, he, he was, was doing his thing, bro. Yeah, he was a good heel over there. Yeah, TNA was fun. I don't know who that tag team was, but I remember one time they showed up to um, WWE headquarters, and that's how they ended the TNA episode. And I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know who it was. It was these two guys, and they would have like their little segments, and they showed up to WWE headquarters. Oh, I think I know who was. Were they with Kevin Nash and they had like cameras and shit like that? I don't. I don't even know to be quite honest, dude. True. Yeah, but I've never seen that. I, might I remember I was freaking out because I mean TNA would be on Spike. Yeah, and I think no, Raw had already left to USA because they had went back to USA Network. Yeah, because they were on Spike for a while. Yeah, it was on 05, I think. Oh five, oh six, around there. Yeah, because I remember the Homecoming show or whatever the show. Oh yeah, that's when Stone Cold gave a stunner to all the McMahons. That's when uh fucking edge and matt hardy had that ladder match for the briefcase that's right and if matt hardy lost he had to leave raw because then what's your name grabbed his oh did she man. grab his leg right yeah no she she like wrapped her her arms and her legs around matt hardy while his arms were fucking tied up in the ropes and he's just staring at edge Dude, poor matt hardy man like he lost her in real life and then he has to lose this feud he, he really has to relive that shit in front of that's everybody and so depressing like, I can't imagine, like, I mean, honestly, they were doing cuckold fucking storylines before this whole Lana situation know, happened dude. last night. Like, it's pretty crazy. And Edge and Lita having sex on fucking Raw. I got in trouble for that shit. I'm not going to lie. For real? That and, like, uh, <laughs> I know y'all were talking about it on the last episode, but that extreme expose shit, like, I had, I was trying to whip my shit out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, unfortunately, I didn't have a door, so I'm like, fuck, I guess I got to just watch this on mute. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah I remember when, um, I think... My favorite diva was Candice Michelle. That's crazy, bro. I loved her. That, I've never heard anyone say that, but that's fucking awesome that you said that, bro. bro I remember when she did Playboy. Um, like, 12, I was on that. 12-year-old, 11-year-old me was like, oh, my God. And then Maria did Playboy. I was like, Maria? Oh, my God. The super hot redhead? Oh, my God. You know what's funny? Mandy Rose just did Maxim. 
Really? Yeah, but it's only Australia. It's like Maxim Australia, and I'm like, bro, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a copy, bro. Like, Damn. what's up with that? That's that's wild. That's bro. like that's probably the best thing that you're gonna get. Like, we're never gonna get no WWE Playboy shits anymore. Now we gotta go to Celeb Jihad and hope. Because I saw the ones that I was really impressed with were, I mean, Anna, she's another one that I love, but she just had a baby. It was JoJo. Ah, uh, when her nudes got leaked, I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't know, bro. I'd be feeling guilty doing that shit, honestly. Like, if I see it, like, I'll be like, "All right, cool." But it, I, it, it would literally pop up on my yeah. TV. I mean, not that the only way that I was gonna watch it is if it popped up. Because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I go out of my way for like for Paige. I went out of my way. For yeah, that shit. no, I agree. Because I'm, I was, I was, I, I felt dirty afterwards. But I'm like, yo, this to shit. quote the great John Michael, I did my Google's doggy. Yes, sir. And <laughs> I, I found every page sex tape that I could find. You know, it's crazy. They like <laughs> that shit was like Life of Pablo, bro. Like, because <laughs> that shit was on Pornhub. And, like, they had, like, a compilation tape. And then, like, just like Life of Pablo, bro, they added more clips. Yes. And I was like, yo, what's, what's Xavier doing? What's Xavier Woods doing piping you down? Like, what the fuck? Xavier Woods. Um, what's his name? Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I saw the short version. And then there was a longer version with them, bro. too. I was like, oh, my God. She got piped by a referee. That's crazy. <laughs> I uh, forgot he was a referee. Yo, she let them fucking jizz all over the belt and all that oh, shit. Oh, that like, was what the NXT belt, right? The NXT women's title, and it's like, yo, I just saw Charlotte kissing that thing on TV. Like, uh, <laughs> they showed a picture of um, what's her name? Um, uh, what's her name? The one that lost? She she only had one loss. She lost to Charlotte at Mania last year. Oh, Oscar, bro. Oscar, and this just a picture of her kissing the belt. I'm like, oh my god, that shit pissed me off, bro. Because she was undefeated for, like, 500-plus days, I think. Yeah. Or some shit like that. And uh, it's funny, bro, because we were watching that WrestleMania, WrestleMania 34. We had, like, a, a watch party at my homie's crib. And, me and Ray, me and my homie Raymond were just sitting there and watching the match. And she puts her in the figure eight. And I literally look at this one. I'm like, hey, bro, wouldn't it be some shit if she just tapped out right now? And she did. And I was like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Like, really? Yeah, it was <laughs> that was wild. Um I remember that mania because we saw it when I worked at Draft House. Uh, my manager, he's a huge wrestling fan. His name's James. He um, he rented out the theater. And we saw mania on the screen, mm-hmm. and, like so we had like servers come and uh, give us service and shit. So that one was though everyone was like pissed when she lost, and then Nakamura when he lost. Oh. Bro, they wasted a feud with him and AJ. Like it was just low blows. I feel like they blew a lot of money turning him heel too. They did, man. He was super popular, bro. Like, there was really no... You could do no wrong with him, like, other than, like, having him talk. Yeah. You know? But, they like, so much merch could have been done. People were singing his fucking theme song. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, his entrance was fucking sick. And now man. they added fucking Korean rap lyrics to it. Like, I'm not with that. Yeah. They really wasted a lot with that guy. And, with that guy. and uh, Daniel Bryan, too. Like, I'm glad they turned him babyface again. Yeah. I did enjoy his heel run, but it's like, bro... Fickle. Fickle, fickle. I enjoyed the environmentalist shit. Like that, it's it's relatable to like some fucking random person just yelling about meat on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I felt like that was a cool little heel persona, like the fucking vegan who's yeah. just fucking looking down on everybody. Shame on all of you, motherfuckers! <laughs> you drive this motherfucking Ford Prius, that you know, whatever. Like, I remember my boss. Um, he bought tickets to that Thomas J Henry Comic Con esque mm-hmm. event in the summer. I know he paid to meet with um, with Becky, but I told him I was like, "Dude, you should meet with Daniel Bryan." Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "Yeah." He's like, 
if I meet with Daniel Bryan, I'll bring him a box of straws. Oh, and have him sign it and see what he would do. I was like, he'd probably just fucking kick you. I've met Daniel Bryan before. Really? Yeah, I met a few wrestlers, especially because I work at the gym, and okay. all the wrestlers go to that gym uh, at the quarry. Oh, they shit. all pull, pull up there. Like one time, I went and like the whole Raw roster was there, bro. Holy like shit. I saw Mickey James, Bobby Lashley. Damn. I took a picture with Finn Balor, but that was really it. Like I didn't want to bother them because you know I want them to come back. Yeah, because you know, it's cool. It's cool to have a bunch of wrestlers. Like Dude, that's dope, man. I met Daniel Bryan at the airport though. Uh, when I used to work at the airport, I used to work at Annie's and the Cinnabon or whatever yeah. the fuck. And uh, my homie was like, "Hey, bro, I just saw a Big Show like at La, Gro- La Gloria and shit." What the fuck? And I'm like, yo, can I go on break? Like, I'm going to go see what's up. Because he said he saw Paul Heyman and Big Show and all that shit. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go see what's up. Because they just had Raw and I think like Corpus Christi or something. Yeah. And uh, I walk down and I see, and it's like Annie Ann's, uh, the pizza place and like a bookstore. Yeah. Right before the gate. And uh, I look to my right and it's fucking Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? That's Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan, like 2014, 2015, he was like the biggest fucking wrestler on the planet, yeah, bro. He like was. he had everyone just going nuts for him, bro. So like he fucking, he was real cool about it. But as soon as I walked up to him, Brie Bella just fucking took off, bro. And I didn't, I didn't want to say hi to Brie Bella. It was like, yo, it's Daniel Bryan. So I, I just asked him like how he was doing and shit. Cause I think it was like his concu- concussion stuff that he had going on. Oh shit. And, uh, he said he was straight and I, he took a picture. He was super cool about it. You know oh, what that's I'm saying? awesome. Man. It's always cool to like meet wrestlers and stuff. I've also done like meet and greets with like Kevin Owens and AJ yeah. Styles, but I had to wait outside of like Toys R Us and fucking Walmart. Oh, I remember the Kevin Owens one was at Toys R Us. I was at H-E-B actually. But the, the AJ one was at Toys R Us before Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right before Royal Rumble. And uh, I waited out there for so far. Like, the the KO one, I was out there at, like, 4 in the morning. Shit. But, I, I mean, shit, I was good. You know what I'm saying? I, I held the spot down for my wife, and she was yeah. at work the whole time. And, like, right before we got to meet him, I got her in. Oh, that's dope, dude. I met Miz, too, at Cricket. Oh, I, that's the one I wanted to go to because I fucking love the Miz, dude. I think ever since he did, he cut that promo on Daniel Bryan. I'm talking smack. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. And then Raw tried to, like, copy it with Raw titles. I hate that shit, bro. It was so stupid. Like, I'm like, dude, just li- leave this alone. Like, it was it was organic. It was beautiful. You can easily tell when they try to just manufacture, like, emotion. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? But they, they that's the one thing, like, about, like, the, the late 90s stuff is, like, it was all organic, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it, like, was coming from them and, like they had so much input on what they could say and what they can do but now it's like script 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 you can't do shit i feel all. bad and people talk so much shit about him and i really feel bad because i saw a clip of him talking to vince through the headset michael cole because i've seen michael cole when he calls matches when vince is not involved he's a great commentator yeah Hell but yeah. when vince is like force feeding them lines he's just like what the fuck like, there's one where he's telling um vince over the headset he's like He's like, you really want me to say this shit? I've already said it like four times, mm-hmm. whatever. And he's just like, he's like, say it. I don't know what he was telling him, but it's just like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, bro. Dude? Vince is a madman, bro. Like, I remember, like, because when I was watching, like, the peak of my fandom, 2008, 2007, 2008 was like the peak of my fucking fandom. Same. And, like, uh, Mick Foley, like, randomly got a job on commentary on SmackDown with Jim Ross. And I'm like, yo, that's random as fuck. Holy shit. And he quit. Like, he just quit super quick because, like, Vince McMahon was just screaming in his fucking ear and he couldn't handle that shit. So it's, it's not for everybody, bro. But Michael Cole is, like, the early SmackDown stuff, he was outstanding, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that whole Ruthless Aggression era, 
was fucking great. And then, like, even now, like, not on Raw, of course, because, like, he's, he has to plug shit. He has to, yeah. like, show. He's on SmackDown, though, right? Yeah, they just moved him to SmackDown with Corey Graves, and I think Renee Young's going to be. Uh, She's going to be, like, a sideline. Yeah, some shit like that. Because she has that bat, that uh, FS1 show, uh, that, for, that Fox Sports, like, talk show that they're doing, like, in November. Oh, shit. They're basically doing, like, an analyst-type show with her and Booker T. And apparently, they got a, they got a hold of CM Punk for that shit, too. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, so it's going to start, like, in November, I think, November 5th or something oh, like man, that. Why am I going to come back so badly, dude? Um, I'm kind of over it. I'm a little... He's, like, old as fuck now. Like, I'm kind of over it, honestly. But if you think about it, like, there's so many old wrestlers right now. Like, you have Bobby Roode, who's over 40. Yeah, Shinsuke is over 40. AJ's over 40. But they've been doing so, it, like, consistently over yeah, the years. Like, it's been, like, what, 25 years? About? I feel like MMA pushed him to be, like, actual in actual shape. Because I feel like in WWE... You can kind of slack because, like, once you figure out, like, who you are as a wrestler in WWE, it's just like, okay, I don't have to work out it. Because I still remember when Triple H, um, him and Triple H went back and forth. He's like, you're skinny, fat ass. And I thought it was just so funny because I'm like, that's a perfect way to describe CM Punk because, like, he doesn't have, like. He's he's not not shredded. He's not. Yeah, he's not shredded. He's skinny, but, like, he's still, like, he could, like, he looks at it. It reminds me of Chuck Liddell. Yeah, yeah, like for Chuck, sure. Like Chuck Liddell, like you know, like he will fuck you up, but like he just he's not chiseled or anything, but he's also like not. But he'll out of put shape. some hands on you. Yeah, he, he's not out of shape. Poor Chuck Liddell, man. He, I don't know why he came back for that Tito fight, bro. I didn't even watch that shit because that shit. I didn't watch it. That either. shit looked depressing. I was like, bro, like, ugh. But yeah, like I don't know. I still, I just want CM Punk to come back. Like he doesn't even have to wrestle. I just like hearing him talk. He's a great talker. He was a great commentator. Yeah. Because they had him on commentary in, like, 2011 just randomly. Like, I think he was injured or something, and that's probably why they did that. But, um, yeah, bro, he's he's a great talker, man. But it's just, he's like... very insightful. Yeah, it's just... It's hard, bro, because, like, he literally <laughs> does not give a fuck, like, about wrestling right now. Like, yeah. Like, if, if he's getting paid for it, he'll probably fuck with it. But, like, he's, like... It's his way of making money, bro. Like, that's really it to him. <coughs> and then he won that, that lawsuit with him in, um... Was it him and Cole Cabana? Yeah, him and Cole Cabana had a lawsuit against WWE because um, apparently he had, like, towards the end of his run, he had, like, MRSA or some shit. Like, he had a big lump on his fucking back. And, uh, yeah, I were... heard it on the podcast, dude. It was bad. Yeah, bro. That shit looked fucking crazy because they even had, like, pictures of, like, the lump and shit. Like, you could see it. I'm like, damn, bro. Dude, those like... WWE doctors are, like... That's why I always tell people, like, when people give shit about Kawhi, I'm like, these team doctors work for the fucking team. Like... They're going to keep the best interest for them. Yeah, for the for the organization like the way cm punk was describing it like dude this motherfucker like was literally wrestling with that big ass thing and he was telling them to pop it or whatever and like they're like no he could have died yeah he literally could have died what did he say he could have caught a a staph infection yeah yeah that was awful i I actually never listened to the that podcast from start to finish until about a month ago really yeah that podcast is great man dude it's fucking great like and he wasn't even shitting on them like he was just being completely honest, he was telling him what happened. And it's completely understandable, bro, because it's like he really, like, gave resurgence to – because in 2010, bro, like, Cena was running shit and WWE was, like, pretty Bro, much I stopped dying. watching in 2010. It was pretty much dying. And, like, whenever that shit happened in, like, I think June or July of 2011 and he did that pipe bomb promo where yeah. he just fucking went off – 
uh, and then he won the title and just dipped off. Like that shit really like set waves, and even in mainstream media, like it was making noise. Yeah, and so they fucking like killed him off. Like even in, later that summer, he lost to Triple H for no fucking reason. It was stupid. It was so stupid. Like they were building him up. He came back. I was like, oh shit, this is badass. And then he loses to him. Yeah, this is, and it's like, like, was it SummerSlam? Night of Champions. Night of Champions. Because he was supposed to wrestle Kevin Nash. That's right. Because he, because Kevin Nash jumped him uh, after that title match was seen at SummerSlam. Yeah. And they were supposed to do that, but I think I don't think Kevin Nash was like cleared to go. And so, but he ended up doing a ladder match with Triple H at TLC later that year. I think Kevin Nash is like one of the most overrated wrestlers ever. He really is, but like. His impact on the business side of it, it cannot be understated. Oh, yeah, like NWO alone. I mean, yeah. even when he was um, Big Diesel, like, he, he was, was he was one of their main guys. Yeah. Like, him, Sean, Brett. Like, and, like, I don't, of course, I wasn't watching at the time, but, like, uh, when they when they jumped ship and they got those contracts, like, that really set it off where every wrestler has a guaranteed contract now. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, as far as that, like, that can't be understated, but he's pretty trash. Yeah, I... I I've never enjoyed watching him wrestle, and he's and he sounds like he's always. Everyone talks about uh, homeboy, um, freaking um, Razor, on how he talks. I was mm-hmm. like, I can hear Razor loud and clear, even when he's like on drugs. I can hear him loud and clear. Like Kevin's just like, uh, I'm just like, yeah. Oh, and then when he started doing that like hip hop shit, like when they did like NWO Wolfpack and shit oh, like my that. God. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, come on, dog. Oh, the song was cool, but the the whole like Kevin Nash doing like West Coast signs and like, yeah. yo, Wolfpack in the house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, come on, bro. Like, that's not you, bro. I was listening to a podcast with um, Conan. It was Conan Jericho? Who else was on there? Ray Mysterio, and it was like an Eddie Guerrero tribute. Oh, it's from the the Jericho Cruise. Yes, exactly. Okay. That. Yeah, that one was fucking great. Like they were telling some cool. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page is on there. Yes. Oh, I fucking love DDP. He's probably the biggest wrestler that I've met. You met DDP? Yeah, That's so I, crazy. I interviewed him two years ago. What? I saw the video on my phone. I interviewed him two years ago at my school at AM San Antonio, and this was three weeks before he did. Um, he was in, inducted to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So he told me the story about how that came about. You know, because I asked him, I was like, "Hey, how does it feel to be, you know, you know, inducted to the Hall of Fame soon?" Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he got the call, like Triple H called him. And he's like telling him the whole, like he's saying all these nice things about him. And there's cameras recording DDP. He's like, "Why do you have cameras over here recording me?" He's like, "They should be recording you, you know, because you're saying all these nice things." Mm-hmm. And Triple H is like, "They are recording me over here." And uh, turns out it's gonna that part. Um, of the video is going to be at the end of his documentary mm-hmm. that they're making, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude. that's dope!" Man. And it was cool. He like he had hadn't talked about that up until like my interview with him. He's super nice guy, like super sweet. Yeah. Um, I fucked up when I introduced him. I was like, um, you know, WCW champion, and then I talked about the yoga that he does. I don't know what I said, and he's like, "It's not yoga." Yeah, he's like DDP, and I and I said, um, I don't know what I said, and then he cut me off again. He's like, "Don't make me put you in a diamond cutter," and I just uh, I just started laughing mid interview, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "And future Hall of Famer, Mister Diamond <laughs> Dallas Page," and I was like, "How are you, sir?" And he was just like super humble. He was talking about how he got into the wrestling business, mm-hmm. like mid thirties. He was he was up there. Yeah, dude. man. Like, and that's honestly like one of the things. Like, if I ever do want to pursue it, it's like okay, I can I can do it if I really put my mind to it. I if I can shit, I could get in there at like twenty eight. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? But like, 
the the main thing that kind of scares me off is like injuries and shit like that because yeah. if i get injured and i'm out here doing like shows in bumfuck mississippi like i can't pay for that shit you know what i mean no one else is going to be responsible for that shit but like the with ddp man like it's just so ins- he's so insightful yeah. like i've watched like plenty of interviews with him and it's just, like t- him telling stories about dusty roads and shit yeah. like that like yo like any any wrestling interviews I, I watch, I try to get, like, I try to absorb something from it as far as, like, how to get, like, crowd reactions and stuff. Even though I'm not, like, doing it right now, it's just stuff to keep in my back pocket. Even if it's, like, doing shows and stuff. Like, when I used to do shows, yeah. like, rap shows and stuff, me, me and Sean were recording, um, I would, like, <laughs> I I thought the, the recipe for, like, a good performance was just, like, Travis Scott style, just fucking scream and, like, jump around. <laughs> and that's not the case because I would be gassed, like, fucking two songs into a set. Oh, shit. But, like, even stuff like that where it's, like, very small stuff can get a crowd going. And, like, so that's when I – whenever I peep interviews like that, I always try to get something from it. What's the, the most insightful interview you've seen recently? Um – it's hard to say. I'd probably. I don't know if you're familiar with this guy. His name's Killer Cross. Killer Cross. No. He's he wrestles for. Well, he used to wrestle for Impact Wrestling. Okay. TNA. Uh, but right now he's at a standstill with them for his contract situation. Mm. He's not really uh doing so. I saw him wrestle uh at Slammiversary in Dallas uh this past July. Oh, nice. And Did you go to their event at the brewery? Yeah, yeah. I went because well, I was there for the New Japan show because they had the New Japan show at okay. uh, American Airlines Center. And that was the G1. And so I was I wasn't going to miss that. That's fucking G1. Bro, that, that shit is legit. My yeah. boss showed me a video. Uh, or he showed me a match. Bro, they be doing like 25 finishes on each other. That's wild. It's crazy, bro. Because they really be hitting the shit out of each other. Like, for real. Like, yeah. you can't fake being dumped on your fucking head eight times in a match. You know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't fake that shit, bro. Especially when you want to have health insurance. You got to pay that shit out of pocket. Yeah, bro. Well, I mean, if you're signed to a company, they're going to take care of you if you get hurt on their dime. You know what I'm saying? Like, WWE, like... If you get her in the ring, they'll pay for your surgery and all that shit. But if it's like, yo, if you're just like a, a guy that they brought in for like indie talent or some shit like that, like that's on you. You know what I mean? But like in, for New Japan, bro, like they be getting concussions on the daily. And that shit's kind of nuts to me that they just be cool with it. That's that's wild, dude. Yeah. That's like, that's like NFL. <laughs> but uh, whenever whenever I peeped uh, Slammiversary, I saw Killer Cross and I was like, man, this guy's fucking money. But they never used him ever since that show. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with him, uh, Chris Van Vliet. Yeah, yeah. He does he does wrestling interviews. Dude, he's a great interviewer. He's one of my favorite interviewers. For sure, man. He's very- I'm, I'm surprised that he, like his subscribers, it's like pretty low for a guy who does great interviews yeah and he and he does interviews with like celebrities basketball players yeah. like he really he's been grinding in this shit for a while and so he had an interview with killer cross and killer cross is very like intellectual like he's on some like woke shit bro like he's yeah. always like reading books they were talking about like what kind of books he was reading and he was just talking about like his approach towards life and how he like approaches certain stuff uh especially like whenever he reads books he yeah. like kind of applies that to like what he does and how he reacts to certain stuff so it's like it kind of it kind of put perspective on like how i react because i'm very like i have kind of a bad temper sometimes yeah if i'm annoyed i show it bro like if i'm even like slightly annoyed i'm like bro just chill you know what i mean but like whenever i see stuff like that it puts it into perspective like yo like maybe i need to chill a little bit and it's kind of weird because it's like a wrestling interview and like, yeah they talked about wrestling in it but it was a lot more than just that I think one of my favorite interviews, I think it was Chris Van Vliet with Cody. I don't want to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was with him. I saw it two years ago. It was after um, one of the shows. I don't know if it was Ring of Honor or if it was another indie. But he was talking about how the Young Bucks schooled him on the business aspect of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then he was talking about um, 
Because Cody, whenever he was with WWE, he got shitty fucking gimmicks. And he yeah, fucking man. turned them into something great. Like, when I he had the bag over his head, like... I like that. that no, no, that's I what was, I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, if he, they, if the WWE would have given that to any other wrestler, they would have, they would have, like... They would have died. They would have sucked, yeah. yeah. But him, he just fucking, like, took it to another level. He's like, you're going to give me this? All right, I'll flip, yeah. I'll flip your shitty hand into something great. Even the, the Stardust stuff, like... Yeah, dude, like... At first, I was like, this is going to be stupid. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, this guy is over, like, mm-hmm. hard. And, like, everything that they gave him, they, they threw him, you know, crap. And he just made it into something special. And um, he started talking about his dad and how he told him. He's like, whether you get five minutes of TV time or, you know, 20, you have to make the most of your opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Once you show that you can't deliver and, you know, if it's, you know, one or two minutes, he's like, what makes you think they're going to give you, you know, a bigger opportunity? Yeah. He's like, it's unfortunate that you had to have, you don't have wiggle room like the way Roman or Cena. Um, he's like, but, you know, there's no, there's no room for error for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why Cody's as great as he is because he just abides by that and give him two minutes. He's going to knock it out the park. Honestly, bro. Like, and like the best kind of wrestlers are able to do that. Like they'll literally grab your attention for those three four minutes and like you'll want to see them the next week and if they're not on the show next week you'll have a problem Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's it's kind of hard to do that nowadays especially like the women wrestlers because that's all they get is like three four minutes now yeah and it's weird bro i'm calling you out wwe you fucking were preaching this women's revolution shit for like three years bro three years and we did this all women's pay-per-view it was great we had a good time yeah women's main event of wrestlemania it was mid as fuck and then as soon as that shit ended you gave these bitches three four minutes again on tv and that's like that's basic like i don't know bro like do we really need to have a no way jose match nope do we really need to have a mojo raleigh match do we really need the 24 7 title to be on TV when you could do this shit on the internet and do way better. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I'm going on a rant right now. And but, they have three hours. Like, Raw's three hours. And, like, there's so many great... Like, I love the Iconics. Yes. They're fucking amazing. Yes. They, I, people hate on them a lot, bro. I love them. They're they're my favorite right now. Them, uh, Sasha. I'm glad Sasha's back. Mm-hmm. Sasha, she's amazing. Yep. Like, some of the best wrestlers in WWE, if you did, like, top ten right now, I can name four of them that are women. Like, easily. Yeah. Like, Char- Charlotte's fucking amazing. Sasha's amazing, and I'm glad Bailey's getting her TV time, mm-hmm. and she's getting her run with the title. How do you feel about her little heel? T- her, her little I heel turn. I loved it. I loved it. I'm. It's not really a heel turn though. I like how subtle she's, it is. She's she's just being a loyal friend, man. Yeah. That's all she's yeah, doing. She's like, being a great friend. How can you how can you be mad at her for that? I, I like I like it because like a lot of people were just expecting her to like get like a rock theme song and like just change her whole persona altogether. But it's like the ignorant motherfucker that doesn't even know what they're doing and just thinks that it's all good. You know what I mean? Like that's the perfect kind of heel when they think that what they're doing is justified. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, think, I love the Bailey super. I think it's a super face turn because she's just a great friend to Sasha. Mm-hmm. I fucks with it, dude. I, I love it. Shout out Bailey, dude. I, 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 I never liked her as a face, dude. Really? Yeah. I, I Even just, an adult, because you didn't watch NXT. I didn't watch NXT. Ah. And people would tell me that they're like, "What about the NXT?" And I'm like, "I, I don't know them from their NXT Bro, days." And I then when it. I would always hear that Sasha was a, a heel, I'm like, "Why isn't she in a heel in WWE? Yeah. Like, she'd be great." And then she like did the the wig. That shit was great. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. Well, it's it's hard because then whenever they they don't really have good TV anymore, like. Like, memorable moments. Like, the last, like, super memorable moment 
was probably like whenever Kevin Owens won the title, the universal title. It was like a four-way Triple H turned on Seth Rollins. That's and, right. You know what I mean? Samoa Joe came out. Yes. Oh, no. That was like a few months later, honestly. Was it? Yeah, because that was right before WrestleMania. That's this right. this this happened in like November because Finn Balor had won the title. Remember? Because he, he got hurt. He got hurt that in that match, so he had to give it up the next day. And then like I think two weeks later, maybe they had that four-way for the title. And uh, Seth Seth was like grinning and shit. Triple H was like fucking up Roman. He was fucking up everybody except Kevin Owens. But like... You didn't really notice that until like the very end and Seth yeah. is like walking over there with like a big grin on his face and he just gets hit with the fucking pedigree. It's like, what the fuck? And my dog KO came up with the title. Like that was like one of the very last times that me and my homies were like watching it like live yeah, around the couch, like all of us together. And we were just fucking screaming our fucking heads off. What were you thinking and where were you at when you saw um, Seth turn on the shield? Man, so in 2014, me and my homie Eddie Berto, uh, I would always go to his crib and we would like kick it for Raw, like every because yeah. that was our shit. Like that's kind of how we became friends, other than smoking weed, of course. Yeah, because that was like my thing, bro. I would mob for some Reggie straight up. <laughs> I would walk miles for some fucking Reggie. But uh, yeah, so we used to go kick it and shit, and uh, I think this was like right after the backlash no payback sorry i got the paper i got the paper views fucked up yeah it was right after payback and it was the shield and evolution and uh the shield were like on top bro like bro, they were like the were most hot. they were the most other than daniel bryan they were like popping bro and they beat the wyatts yep so that was big so th- they really like got went through everything they could in like a year or two time span and so i wasn't ready for it at the time but whenever seth turned I was like heartbroken, bro. Especially like when the way that Ambrose reacted whenever he yeah, hit he Roman with the chair. He's like, like yo, like what? Because everyone was expecting Ambrose to turn because he like during that Wyatt yeah, family match. He was the one match, that was, was pissed. And- yeah. But during that Wyatt family match, like he dipped during the match. Yeah, he did. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And they, they pressed him about it. And he's like, yo, don't don't be questioning me. Da, 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 da. And he just looked sketch, bro. So I was like, what the fuck? And uh, so when that shit happened, I was, that was shocked. That was planned so well. Yeah, bro. Like they they don't know how to do that shit no more, bro. Know, or they even if they do, they like they have the announcers fucking just drill it in your fucking head. Like, oh my god, this is gonna like just let it breathe, bro. Like you know what I mean. So how do you feel about um, announced appearances? What do you mean? So like, like they'll be like, oh, Undertaker's gonna show up tomorrow. I fucking night. hate it, bro. It's I, so annoying. I hate not even that. Like, I like shock value. I don't even care to see these legends anymore, bro. Like I'm really over. I'm it. done under, with Undertaker. I'm done with the Click. Yeah, I'm tired of them. Like they want the spotlight on them. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that. I would say their ratings have gone down the fucking toilet because they don't know how to book any of their fucking talent, other than like a handful of people that they have invested interest in. And, like, they'll fucking just trot out these legends. Like, even, like, this Friday, they're going to have Sting, Goldberg, The Rock, Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. Like, all these fucking old-ass dudes on TV. And it's a a two-hour show, bro. We're going to have a ladder match. We're going to have a tag match. We're going to have a Brock Lesnar match. Like, bro, we're only going to have, like, three matches and a bunch of talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was mad, um... Because the only person on the the Raw reunion show, I don't know what what was the point of that Raw show. Where they had I that? have no fucking clue. I think it was a ratings thing, but it definitely was. It, yeah, it definitely was. It definitely and was. What pissed me off was the only legend who put somebody over was Mick Foley putting over Bray. Yep. 
every other legend, you know, they don't get touched. They, they, yeah, they don't, they don't get, get touched. touched. They, they buried young talent. It's like, what the fuck was the point of this? And that's why I'm not really like, honestly, bro. Like, I kind of hate The Rock now. Yeah, that's just me. Like, whenever he came back. I was just like I was not fucking with it. Like really, we were, yeah, bro. I was a scene. I was on Cena side, bro. Because I'm like, bro. The, this is- the reason why I started watching wrestling again because I stopped watching in 2010. Like after Batista lost to Cena at Mania, mm-hmm. I was done. Oh, Mania 26. Yeah, because I was like, no, like, but because I've always felt like Cena was the better personality, but I felt like Batista was the better wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. But Cena's a way better wrestler right now. At, at right now in this stage of his career, like, oh yeah, especially. especially he Cena really impressed me when he um when he beat AJ at the Rumble. Oh man, that was a great fucking. That's match. one of the best matches I ever seen like live in person. I wanted to go to that, but um the Rumble the because I was covering the Spurs at the time for Spectrum News and um the Spurs had played the I think it was the Mavericks. I think it was, yeah. They was it that day? It was on a Sunday. Oh, man. But it was cool because my my boss at the time. That's when I re- we realized we were both wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know that about each other. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm missing the Rumble. He's like. He's like, are you disappointed because it's in town or are you a fan? I was like, no, I'm a huge fan. He's like, oh, shit, I was at TakeOver. And when he was at TakeOver, Rollins had ran past him. Dude. But he was in the crowd. Yo, I was like on the floor too when that happened. And I was like, yo, like I thought someone was like finna shoot up the place. (laughs) Honestly, because this was hooded up. It's all dark. The fucking tag title match had just ended and we're on the floor. (laughs) So like I was probably maybe like a few rows uh, like to the left of it because yeah because you know they'll have like some people like sit in the crowds and shit and samoa joe is like a few seats away from me oh shit you know what i mean but like when i saw that shit happen like yo what the fuck is going on right now like some dude just jumped the gate he just took the mic and it was seth rollins i'm like yeah you know what i mean like just fucking huge reaction bro so like, and he called out triple h yeah but yeah um when i i stopped watching because of that i was like i'm tired of super cena I'm like this is annoying mm-hmm. well, i mean i and i love cena and i hate that i i un i started to fought in love with him mm. so i stopped watching and i would like peep every now and then like on the internet or something and then um i saw that the rock was coming back and mm. i was like holy shit and he came i remember he came back on raw and he announced his facebook whatever and literally i was like person 200 to like his his facebook page yeah and then like literally like not even two minutes later it's like a million i was like yeah. holy shit this guy is like his level of fame is like reaching like astronomical like, yeah levels, it was bro. ridiculous how like this is 2011 he's way more famous now yeah and i'm like holy shit dude and i remember i was like you know what i'm back you know i'm back he's back cool but then looking back at it um like cm punk not getting ever getting that main event that he deserved that was still, bullshit, pi- man. still pisses me off because of cena and um, the rock I blame Rock more than Cena because that should have been Punk versus Cena, man. Once in a lifetime. Well, they could have done a triple threat too. Yeah, they could have done a triple threat. I'm just like... That could have been the compromise for both sides. I feel like the first match was great. The first Cena-Rock match was great. Great ending. Bless you. Uh, They set up the rematch and shit, but like it didn't have to be for the title. Yeah. It did not have to be for the title at all. But like Rock, when Rock beat CM Punk, I was just like, man, fuck this guy. He beat him with the people's elbow. Which is trash. Like, it's so trash, it's bro. It's the worst finisher ever. Like, I know I get it. Like, it gets a reaction and all that stuff, man. But it's just, like, it's not believable. To me, it's a move that should set up the rock bottom. Yeah. Or even, like, hit him with the sharpshooter. Like, he was using the sharpshooter for yeah, a while. He, he you know was, what I'm saying? Dude. Like, so, it's... 
I'm just kind of over him, bro, because like he just came on TV and was talking about fruity pebbles and yeah. he just made himself look like a jackass. That's just me, bro, because like this dude, John Cena, like, yes, he beats everybody under the sun, but it's like, yo, he's been here. He's been holding it down and you're just fucking shooting fucking shitty movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to fuck stand tall or what it was that one. Oh, movie? you didn't like walking tall? Nah. Well, that, that, that's like Sean a, William Scott. Yeah. That's like, a, oh, that's, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a movie he filmed like during that time. Or was Sean William Scott the other one? No, that's, that's that. That's the, that's walking tall. Okay. I'm trying to think of like a movie he filmed during that time. The I'm, rundown. You're the, the run. Movie? Yes. The rundown. Yes. The one where he's like just beating up random people. Oh man. He has a lot of movies like that where he's just beating up random motherfuckers, bro. What's that one movie where it's like Snitch or some shit like that? Or like, oh yeah, I know exactly. What I don't even about. know what it's called. It's not worth watching, but yeah, I never watched that movie. That one I was just like, nah. yeah, bro. But yeah, I stopped watching, and then he, he The Rock, coming back in, and then that's when CM Punk was having his run. Uh, and 2012 was a pretty good year. 2013 uh, was was okay. 2014 was great because that's when DB won. That was like one of my favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Was watching Daniel Bryan win like, at WrestleMania. Yeah, man. Honestly, like okay, so, cool. so, I when I when I was watching it was from like late nineties, probably like ninety nine until like two thousand one. Yeah, and like basically, if I had cable, I was able to watch wrestling. So if I didn't have cable, I would like stop watching wrestling for like a watch, year or two. Uh, bottom line, no. So I didn't have cable either, and I would watch um we're all bottom line and it would be after mad tv on saturdays on fox and it'd be this one i think it was todd grisham todd grisham would be talking to you and he's like is it like a recap show it was a recap it was like an hour long so that's how i kept up with raw damn i'm not familiar yeah and sometimes if i fixed my antenna the right way i was able to get upn oh which smackdown was on yes so i was able to watch i remember i saw this one match um eddie guerrero was supposed to team up with kurt angle okay against lesnar and big show but I guess Kurt Angle got beat up or just Kurt Angle didn't show up. And Lesnar and Big Show are just making fun of him. Uh-huh. And Eddie's just like, he looks like, fuck, dude. I'm meant to fight these two guys by myself. Right. And then and then he like played Paul. Like he's just fucking with them. And then all you hear is. <sighs> and then John Cena comes out. Yes. I was like, oh, shit. Yes. Oh, shit. You <laughs> got to love that shit, bro. Whenever they do the the attack, like, oh, shit. Like his partner is backstage. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And then he came out. I was just marking yeah, him. Bro. Dude. I was like fucking little kid. I was like. Fucking John Cena, bro. Like, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, my God. Because Eddie Guerrero is my favorite. Yeah. Him, Cena, uh, Raw, I loved. I loved Orton. Uh, who else was Raw didn't have that too good. Or Shawn Michaels. And Raw, Raw was okay. They had Eugene, so. Had <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> they had Eugene. Oh, Eric Bischoff. But shout out UPN, bro, because if it wasn't for UPN, I probably wouldn't have gotten back into wrestling in, like, 05. Because yeah. I, I stopped from, like, 05 to, like. Not 05. I start from like 01 to like 05. And sometimes I would watch wrestling uh, like while Triple H had that run with the world title. Yeah. Um, whenever I would go to my, my Bubby's house, my yeah. uncle my uncle's still into wrestling right now. My uncle too. And, he was uh, the one I would watch Raw at um, if, if I couldn't watch it on Saturdays. Yeah. I'd go to his crib. So like I would occasionally watch Raw with him. Yeah. But after a while, I just stopped going over there because my mom and my, my grandma wouldn't like we were getting into it and stuff. So I wouldn't yeah. really slide over there sometimes. But whenever... Uh, I was just flipping through channels and this UPN and this food John Cena comes out with the spinner belt. I'm like, yo, let me see what's good right now. I haven't watched wrestling in like three, the four USA years. Title. You know what I mean? Or the, the US title. No, this was when he won the title. Like this is when oh, he won oh, the, the WWE title. Yeah, yeah. This is like right after when JBO had the the, the fake one and then yes. Cena just pulls out the real one. Yes, and I was like, dude, shout out UPN. And so like a couple weeks later, I asked my uncle Javi, 
I'm like, hey, bro, you think you can finesse our cable real quick? Like, you know what I'm saying? Hook it up with some channels, bro. I'm trying to watch Raw. Yeah, I got hot cable in 05. Yes, bro. That was like the wave, man. <laughs> I was so scared for climb that. The, someone would climb the pole. Yeah, I don't even know what they would do, bro, honestly. But I was like, yo, just kind of hook it up a little bit, bro. You know <laughs> and then eventually we got legit cable. And I remember uh, I asked my mom. It's like SummerSlam 05. Like, uh, oh, when Shawn Michaels oversold Hulk Hogan's yes, moves. Yes, bro. And I was like, yes. yo, I have to watch. Like, I have to watch SummerSlam, bro. It was Chris Jericho versus John Cena. You had the ladder match for the custody of Dominic. Oh, I'm your poppy. Oh, yeah, my shout out God. Dominic, bro. He just got his ass beat. Bro, he got his ass beat yesterday. What the fuck? Hey, he sold those moves pretty well, man. He's pretty good, man. He got good training from Lance Storm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I just remember I was like, yo, mom, can I order SummerSlam? And she's like, nah, bro, that shit like 50 bucks. Like, we're not doing that. Yeah. Know? So I was like, fuck. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to order it anyways. So I ordered that shit and I got my ass beat, bro. I got my ass beat so bad that. Oh, shit. And my mom was like, on the cool bro you should have just told me and i would have let you watch it like that, that you ordered it but you didn't even tell me and i got the bill and i didn't even watch it like i got so scared like that i didn't even watch it <gasps> so i spent that money and i didn't even oh, watch it no and she's like you could have just told me and i would have let you watch it i would have been mad at you but i would have let you watch it but you didn't even watch that shit and i'm like well because i didn't want to get in trouble you know what i mean I was, I was a dumbass kid bro i got in trouble for so much dumb shit oh my god so that was the first uh what was the first pay-per-view you ever watched Start to finish. Um, I'd probably say that ECW show, that, uh, 05? the 06. 06? 06, yeah. Whenever Rob Van Dam won the WWE title, um, because I I would pull up to my uncle's crib in the valley like every other month or so. Like yeah. my family would go down there, take a trip, That's dope. and uh, if a pay per view happened, like I remember when the whole Benoit thing happened. Oh shit! Uh, we I was watching that Vengeance pay per view, and that, that show was like in Houston. Yeah, and because the show was gonna be in Corpus. Yes. And they moved it to Houston, and uh, and that was like a really great show. Like they had that that championship scramble with like Mick Foley was challenging for the WWE title in like 07. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So I, I wanted to peep that out, and I was really looking forward to the CM Punk Chris Benoit match because they had never wrestled before, and it was for the ECW title. And I'm like, bro, like I gotta watch this. Like I, I can't wait for this match. And yeah. they're like, yo, we're bringing out Johnny Nitro. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, where's Chris Benoit? Next day, that food died, or that. I mean, we ain't gonna talk about it, but yeah, he that food went off, and like, yeah, it just shook. Like, whenever that shit happened, the next day they did that tribute show, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and then they the, immediately, like, the next off. day I turned on ECW, and that food's like, we're never talking about him again, yeah, Vince McMahon, ever. And I'm like, yo, what the... And I, I was too young to understand what was happening at the time, but I would see, like, Nancy Grace was talking to, like, Chris Jericho and Bret Hart about, like, yeah. CTE and shit like that. And I'm like... I was too young to understand that shit at the time, but, like, this was... this Right before this whole Chris Benoit thing happened, Vince McMahon faked his own death on TV. Yeah, the fucking limousine blew up. And that's crazy to me that, like, they had to stop that shit because a wrestler actually died. Yeah. It's like, yo, you can't play with this shit no more, bro, like... Yeah. at all and that storyline was like the apparently the way that they were gonna do it was like ken kennedy would come out and like be like the illegitimate son of vince mcmahon instead of hornswoggle oh that's right I and then triple that. h and ken kennedy would like box for the title and they were like one of them would like assume control of the company and then vince mcmahon would basically be like hey i faked my own death guys like hey oh, you know what i mean i'm glad that shit didn't happen because I mean, I'm not glad because, I mean, it happened under really fucking yeah. devastating circumstances, but that shit is better off left alone. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think the first one that I watched was... Oh, no, not I think I know. It was 
WrestleMania 21. Man, what a great show. That one was great what? from start to finish. That was the first Money in the Bank match. <sighs> oh, my God. That match alone was freaking amazing. Orton, bro, I'm still upset about this. And I talked about it with AJ Bray. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out as, a, as an adult is Orton was booked to win and end the streak. Undertaker even wanted him to end the yep. streak. And he did something. I don't know what he did. I don't know if you know what he did. I'm and, pretty sure he, like, got popped for drugs or some shit. Because he, he just had a history of, like, getting popped for that kind of shit. But, like, he was already booked for this high-profile match. So they were going to let it go anyways. And, and then they changed the outcome that morning. Yeah. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Where were you when the streak ended? Um, I was in my I was in my room. I had just booked, got the network on my iPad. So I hooked my iPad to my TV. And I was sitting there. And when the ref counts three, I'm like, no, this is going to be like when he when he lost to the, the Giant. Mm-hmm. or what's his It name? was like a DQ finish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't and talk they, about that. Yeah, I know they never <laughs> do, right? They made it seem like Undertaker destroyed him the whole match. Yeah. So I was like, no, Undertaker like got carted off and then he came back. but He got chloroformed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I thought was going to happen in this one. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it's fucking silence, dude. Yeah. In the Superdome or Silverdome. Remember Hulk Hogan yeah, called it the Silverdome? So stupid ass motherfucker. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Straight up. That's <laughs> um, on my mama. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck just happened? And I was just like, even people who, people were making fun of me on Twitter. They're like, Jose's actually watching WrestleMania. And then like, literally everyone who didn't watch wrestling were talking about the streak. Yes. They're like, the fucking streak ended? Yes. What the hell? I was like, y'all motherfuckers are just making fun of me 10 yes, minutes ago. bro. And that's funny, dude. Like, I I used to always get, like, you know, wrestling's fake, right? Like, no shit, bro. You, re- like, even in, okay, think about it like this. In 98, 99, they were doing some of the most outrageous shit ever. And y'all thought it was real? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just me. Like, I, I never got to, like, I never acted like it was real, but I was invested in it. And yeah. I was invested in the characters and the progression of the characters. Like, I'm, of course, I'm not thinking like that like, as a kid. This is live drama. Dog. Yes. This is like Broadway. It's, it's no be- it's no better than like Game of Thrones or, you know, some, some shit like that. You know, it's, it's just storytelling, but through physical athleticism and like. They have some crazy ass athletes, dog. Yeah. Wrestling has evolved into something way more than what it used to be. Because like, <laughs> if you watch some shit from like Memphis in the 1980s or some shit, it's like. <laughs> big punch, big punch, headlock, chin lock, and it's just like so fucking boring. But like some fucking old fool will be like, "No, nah, man, this shit was like forty thousand people at the fucking auditorium." Da 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 da. And I'm like, "Bro, did they do a fucking moonsault or not?" Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm trying to see some cool fucking shit. elbow drops or like finishers. Yeah, like right. fucking big forearm to the to the throat, and he's gone. Or That's like wild, the dude. heart punch. You know what I'm saying? Like stupid. What's the uh, what are your top finishers? Uh, like top three, top three finishers. Uh, I'm gonna say Swanton Bomb. Uh, just your boy Jeff Hardy, my boy Jeff Hardy, and I used to like any diving board. Like to this day, I used to do it on the diving board. To too, this day, when I learned how to swim in 2006. Yes, yes, I learned how to swim as an 11 year old. Fuck y'all. Man, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta learn somehow, man. Some motherfuckers still don't know how to swim. My so. six year old cousin was swimming. I was like, damn, I gotta learn, dude. Like he's like shitting on me right now. Yeah, bro, you can't let him flex, man. Especially yeah. the youngins. But <laughs> de- definitely Jeff Hardy. Uh, that would be like my main top rope finisher. Uh, I've loved his twist of fate move. I thought it was a great move. Yeah, bro. Even like the the whisper in the wind. Even though it's like not a finisher, it's like more of a signature. That was just beautiful to watch him do that. I used to practice like all that shit. Like, I, if you if you have a trampoline, yeah, I will do as many backflips as you want. I'll do as many fucking shooting star presses that you want to do. Like, I do chwek. 
<laughs> like crooked backflips. Yes. I, I can't do a straight one. I, I get scared. I don't know why. Yeah. Nah, bro. It's it, it took a little time for me to even do all that shit. Yeah. But like now I can be like, yo, you got a trampoline? Let me go do some backflips real quick. <laughs> so definitely the Swanton Bomb, I would say... Ah, man, you kind of put me on the spot. Oh, I'll give you mine and then we'll, okay, go, back okay. we'll go back to I'll you. think about it. So mine would be... The F5. I don't know why. I just love the F5. I used to do it on my little sister. That should that should looks good. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good move. Um, shit. Damn. I think I would have to say um, the pedigree, dude. It's it's a cool move. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I've, I've always liked it. Yeah. Um, I don't like the guy who uses it, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, fuck Polovic. Paul. I don't like Triple H the wrestler. Triple H the NXT, you know, creator. I fucks with him. Yeah, man. Triple H just stepped on too many bodies on his way to the top, bro. I know, dude. But what were your other ones? Shit. Um, damn. That one's... I used to love the 619 as a kid. Like, I thought that was mm-hmm. a great move. RKO, man. The RKO was just, like, so, like, smooth and easy. But I don't know. I, I can't put that in my top three. Um, I can't put the stunner. I can't put the rock bottom. Mm-mm. Um What's his name? Baron Corbin has a cool... Even though I don't like Baron Corbin. And I like Baron Corbin, man. He's a great heel. Yeah, yeah. He's a great heel. I'm glad he won King of the Ring, though. Yeah, it, it was... It's, it's good heat, and there's finally someone, a heel that we can boo. And, like, they, they did a good job of getting Chad Gable in, the, in a good spot. Oh, yeah, and dude. So now people are great. fucking with him. Now he people looked. are actually fucking with him. Yeah. Whatever happened to Jason Jordan? So, from what I understand... They were doing an angle with him and Seth Rollins, right? Where they were like Raw Tag Team Champions. Yeah, and then he got hurt. He got hurt. He got a neck injury. Oh. And basically, he's been out since then, and I don't think he's ever coming back. Yeah, he's been out for a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a- according, apparently, they were trying to get him to do like uh, backstage agent roles or like producer roles, but I don't think he's ever going to come back to wrestle. Yeah, him and his ugly sneakers. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but, um. Let's see. I like the Batista bomb. That shit. Hell yeah. Bro, the Batista bomb. Fuck like, yeah. Bro, like, Batista would just destroy people's backs, dude. Uh, I would say those three, but I love, I love Sweet Chin Music. Mm-hmm. Um, Clothesline from Hell. Yeah, dude. Oh, cl- bro, that just <laughs> slept on one. Like, JBL, dude, that clothesline looked vicious. He's the only one who can make it look like that, bro. Bro, like, he would throw his whole body weight with that shit. Like, yeah, that shit looks scary. Snuff the fuck out of you, bro. Yeah, but, man. So, okay, I, I got it down. So, Swanton Bomb. Yeah. Definitely. The Muscle Buster. Muscle Buster. Samoa Joe's Muscle Buster. Oh, yes, where yes, Where he yes. would get you on the top, bro, grab your legs, and fucking drop you on your fucking neck. But he actually broke someone's neck with that shit. So, oh, I don't shit. think... He doesn't really use it that much anymore. But it was in, he he broke someone's neck with that here in San Antonio, oh right before God. right before uh right before Raw he was still on NXT so they had him come out and he wrestled Tyson Kidd and he broke that fool's neck and Tyson Kidd hasn't wrestled since so he doesn't really use that move a lot anymore he'll he'll pull it out for like shock value yeah but he doesn't really use that move anymore so that and I'd probably say the F five too the F five is just F five is beautiful especially man. from Brock like if any I feel like if anyone else did that finisher it would not. Yeah. look as good because Brock will just especially in like 04 he would fucking launch motherfuckers high up in the air like if it was like on Tajiri Zach Gowan or like Rey Mysterio or some shit like that it would just look fucking crazy bro bro I hate the way he ragged on Rey Mysterio I was like dog yo he's another legend dog you're supposed to be looking out for each other they really hold Rey Mysterio when he won that title bro <laughs> oh he had the worst I don't know who it was it's that one guy who's always in like sweats 
he's a he's a good YouTuber. Um, uh, Brian Zane. Brian Zane. Yeah, wrestling with regret. Wrestling with regret. Yeah, he did the the worst title run ever, and it was between Jericho and Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he did he, their matches, and it was ended up being Mysterio. Which hell yeah, he had he had more losses than wins as a champion, and that's just because they kept putting him up against like big foos. Yeah, like for Mark no Henry. I'm like, bro, you don't put Rey Mysterio against Mark Henry. They had Kali fucking crush his skull. Oh my god, he was bleeding through the mask. Yeah, that bro. shit looked crazy. I remember like because I was like in that was in San Diego. Oh my! I remember because I I was watching it live at the time. That was in San Diego, and I was and his fucking family's there, like all horrified and shit. Bro, they'd be Hawaiian wrestlers in their hometowns. Like that's crazy. Like Shawn Michaels, he lost at the Royal Rumble in San Antonio Mm -hmm. to Undertaker. I'm like, why? Man, I really wish I was at that show, man. I remember being like, I had some neighbors, and like, honestly, bro, I felt like they were biting my shit. Like I felt like anything that i was into they would like get into it uh, you know what i mean like i would start collecting basketball cards right yeah. and i would show them like hey like look at this tj ford card you know what i'm saying or like this fucking uh hey, rc buford card from texas you know what i mean yeah <laughs> but uh they and then next day I, next thing i know they have a whole bin full of fucking basketball cards i'm like really bitch you know what wow. i mean or like i would start skateboarding and they their mom would go buy them some fucking spongebob walmart skateboards you know <laughs> or and then when I started getting into wrestling, their mom just went all out, got them a bunch of DVDs and like action figures. I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers are really bad at it. But like, <laughs> they ended up having the world, like showing the Royal Rumble that year. That was at the what, AT&T Center? Yeah. 07. And uh, this was like when I was just like rooting for Shawn Michaels, bro. Like, I know, that dude. whole build up to his main event match with Cena that, at that year's Mania. I was just like, yo, like, Shawn Michaels needs to get this was, in the bag. I was so mad that he lost to Cena. I wanted him to win so yeah, badly, I, dude. I, I I get why they did it, but yeah, bro, they should have pulled the trigger on that. Because Triple H was going to win, like, because they were supposed to be Triple H and Cena that year. Oh, but shit. Triple H got hurt at New Year's Revolution oh, that, that's earlier right. that year. So they scrapped it, and they just had Michaels instead, because they were still doing that DX thing. Yeah. So whenever that ended, Shawn Michaels was basically put in that spot. And that's when Cena was driving the car and the Mustang. Yes, because the year before they had Triple H and Cena at Mania Two. Yeah, twenty two. And he lost. Or he yeah, Cena Cena beat Triple H, and I'm pretty sure that he was going to get his win back a year later. And uh, yeah, bro. Whenever Shawn Michaels got put in that spot, I was like, damn, like this has to happen. But yeah, it, it didn't. But and so, he was going to get his rematch on the following Raw, and then some bullshit happened. Well, they ended up having a rematch. It was that that one in London that they did, oh, and they right. went like an hour. They went a whole hour, bro. And I I remember watching that shit. My mom was getting mad at the me. booth, and they had the, like the little yes. the UK car. That shit, was, I don't know, bro. That should be corny to me when they be doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we get it, bro. You're in London, we get it. Or like uh, that one show where they were in Ed- Italy that year. Oh my and god! Santino Marella pulled up, made his debut. Beat Umaga. That's crazy, bro. Rest in peace, Umaga. R.I.P. Us, Big Us. Oh man. All right, well, we'll wrap it on this note. Top five wrestlers of all time. All time. That's really hard, bro, but I'm going to go like this, okay? You got to put John Cena on there. I don't give a fuck who you is. I don't care what you feel, bro. Yeah. That man has done way too much to not be on a top five. So definitely John Cena. Definitely Jeff Hardy. Mm. That's just my my prejudice, my fucking. Uh, no, it doesn't have to be the best. I mean, you're, yeah, your this is person- my personal list. Yeah, your personal you know what list. I'm saying, don't, I don't don't at me. Y'all better not <laughs> at me on this shit. Like, oh, Jeff Hardy's a fucking junkie. I don't care, bro. I do not care. So Jeff bro, Hardy for being a junkie, he still put on some of the best matches. Yes, it's, it's like Cobain. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He was a fucking drug addict, but he had some he had some tunes. Exactly. But um, definitely Jeff Hardy, definitely John Cena. 
Um, I'm going to go Macho Man as far as, like, my retro pick. Just because, okay. like, he had great matches, great promos, great character. Uh, and he was, like, literally in any era he made himself relevant. Even towards the end of his run in, like, 99 and WCW. Um, was he on TNA for a bit? He, it's funny, he was he was going to be, adver- he was advertised for a match. I think it was, like, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Macho Man versus, like, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, and this this who didn't pull up until like the end and did nothing. Oh, he did literally nothing. He just stood on stage and was like a distraction. But even though he was like advertised to be in a match, but that was like literally the only one time appearance that he made yeah. on TNA was that one time. And then um, a few later, a few no, nah, not a few later, a couple years later, he passed. Oh yeah, um, in like a le- 2011. And yeah, a car crash, right? Yeah, yeah. I he think had, he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack while he was driving. Yeah. He, he drove into a tree. And yeah. so definitely Macho Man, I'd put him up there. Um, Ric Flair, ha- it has to be Ric Flair, man. Yeah. Uh, I got one more, right? Yeah. Uh, damn. I'm going to go with Rob Van Dam. I used to do five-star frog splashes I was, on the couch. You know what's funny? I used to do moonsault five-star frog splashes. Oh, shit. So I would go up and then just fucking... Because he would always have like his... Hands in between his legs. Yeah, he would sell it like crazy, like yeah. his boots. Yeah, like, man. Oh man. And he would like it made it believable because he would like literally like bounce off dude, hold his yeah. stomach for like five seconds and like crawl into the cover, still get that fucking pinfall. That's dope, dude. Um, let's see, mine I said mine last week and I already forgot it, but mine's definitely Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. I love Eddie Guerrero. Uh Shawn Michaels, he's a hometown guy. To me, I feel like Sean's still the goat in my eyes. Um, even though like there's wrestlers that are way better in the ring with him, I feel like overall he can be on the mic, he can be a good face, he can be a good heel. Mm-hmm. Um, and his run in the nineties was great. Like, I mean, he, and he was on drugs. Yeah, like, that's, that's, crazy. that's crazy, right? That's like crazy. he was on the somas, bro, just fucking tripping, but yeah. having classics. My thing with Shawn Michaels though is like he could carry person people in the matches. Yes. But at the same time, he played so much politics, he bro. Did. He really, he like, did. he was a detriment to that product in the early 90s. And that's yeah. why, I like, I love Shawn Michaels, San Antonio legend. Gotta yeah. show him love. But, like, man, he really fucked the whole company over yeah. when he was pulling all that shit in, like, the mid to late 90s. And I feel like that's why he, he put so many people over when he came back. Yeah. Like, he had He, he never won. Like, he only won the title one time. And then yeah. after that, you know, he, every feud, he would put somebody over. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... What did I say? Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Um, I love The Rock. Mm-hmm. I just I can quote that dude all day, every day. Um, I love Samoa Joe, dude. Like I really like. Yeah, I, I loved his TNA stuff. I love him in WWE, even though he's not getting that push he deserves. Definitely he, should be a champion already, right, man? Like he's he's such a badass. He should have beat Lesnar, dude. Like he would have been the only guy that I would think, or at least AJ, bro. When they were doing yeah. that stuff with AJ, it's like, come on, bro. Does AJ really need to hold the belt for like fucking almost a year? I know it was a boring run, dude. I feel like it would have been a better run for AJ if he was a heel. Jinder Mahal had a better run than AJ Styles. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm being real, the bro. Modern day Maharaj, dude. That's so funny. That would be my fifth. There's so because I'm. I'm a mid two thousands guy, early two thousands. Simon Dean, Simon Dean, the one that do the wrestling. <laughs> the, oh no, the, the 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 workout. Yes. Oh, and the, he come on on the Segway. You fuck with Orlando Jordan. Orlando is Jordan. He on, is he on your top five? Fuck, dude. Rene Dupree. <laughs> Rene Dupree would do the little dance. Yeah. Oh my. Shout out La Resistance. La Resistance. They would come out the fucking poodle. Yes. Oh my god. My dog so... Kenzo Suzuki. 
Kenzo Suzuki. I'm, I'm, I'm just dropping Hayden names. Reich. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's not get started with that. Actually, with his weird-ass tattoo. Remember when he was, like, a member of the Legion of Doom for, like, fucking three months? Oh, <laughs> yes. <man>. I <laughs> he hated would wear, that shit. He would wear the face paint. Dude, that's so hard. Like, who do I like right now? Maybe I could choose somebody. Because there's, there's some people that can be all-time greats right now. Honestly, like, I any... I would say Batista, dude. Batista? I, yeah. No, definitely, bro. Like... He has a resume. He has a. He's like a six-time world champion. I don't think he's ever won like a mid-card title, ever. He's been no. He only won the tag titles. Yeah, with Cena and Ric Flair. Um, shit, bro. He has a. He's won two Royal Rumbles. Had multiple WrestleMania main events. Like he's definitely a valid option. He's like a sleeper, dude. Like he's one guy that Edge too, bro. Oh, Edge, yo, dude. I love. I got my whole list fucked up, bro. Me too. Fuck, man. See, it's so hard, dude. There's so many great wrestlers. I'm gonna take out Rob Van Dam. I'm gonna put Edge in that bitch, dude. Edge for sure was great wrestler. Much love to Rob Van Dam, but bro, Edge is like a goat in tag team wrestling. One of the greatest heels of all time, bro. Easily one of the greatest heels of all time. And I love Orton too, man. Like. Orton and I, I love Hugh Orton. Hugh Orton. Yeah. When y'all were talking about Babyface Orton, I was, I was right there with y'all, man. Because it's like, man, what the fuck is this? This guy's not even cool. Like, yeah. This, the only time I liked him as a Babyface is when Evolution kicked his ass. Yeah. That was the only time. But they, they fucked that up too. Fucked it up hard, man. Like, yeah. He was so over with the crowd. Um, I think those, those are, those would be it. I always tell people they can talk their shit, kill them the floor. Talk uh, your shit, man. So you can, you know, praise yourself, praise anybody else, or you know, whatever, dude. Yeah, shout out to all my peoples that are listening to this. Make sure y'all subscribe. Let's Make go. sure y'all do all that shit. Like this shit on SoundCloud, all that stuff, man. We need y'all to run this shit up. I need y'all to come out, sweet this shit, all that, bro. At Lil Cutoff Jeans, at Sports Guy Jose. Shout out my man Albert. Just Albert. met, bro. Much love to you, brother. I'm going to fuck with you on the IG. Trebla underscore arts. Absolutely. Southtown Art Gallery. Come here every second Saturday. Right? When's the next one? What's the date for the second Saturday? Uh, I believe it's October 12th. October 12th. October 12th. And if we're wrong, correct us. Um, I'm going to block you, though, for correcting me. But I thank you for correcting me. <laughs> that wraps it up for episode eight. Love you guys. Stay brown.